Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Jonathan Andrews has an impressive CV. He is a photographer, documentary filmmaker, keynote speaker, author, founder of the Jonathan Andrews Academy, producer, director, freelance journalist and entrepreneur. Jonathan has also traveled Israel extensively and has been involved in the field of biblical archaeology. He is currently working on a documentary on Johannesburg Holocaust survivor Veronica Phillips, and he has previously made a documentary on Cape Town survivor Lena Amato. He joins me now to tell me more. Jonathan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Sharice. Thank you. Great to be here. Um, your documentary on the story of Lena Amato is yes. about to be publicly screened. Do you want to tell me how you got involved with that? Well, the the premiere of the film actually happened on the 27th of January this year. Uh, 27th of January is the United Nations um, recognition of um, uh, it's it's their Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, I met the Turkish ambassador um, Khan Esner two years ago. And uh, one night at a function, he said to me, you know, Jonathan, there's something I have to tell you. There's, there's a favor I want to ask. And I was very keen, obviously, to hear what this is. And he said, I want to make you aware that we found a lady in Cape Town with a Turkish passport dating back to the Second World War. And um, very briefly, he said that uh, there were Jews who were saved during the latter parts of the war, July 1944 to be specific, and uh, the Turkish consul general on the island of Rhodes that time issued passports, Turkish passports, to as many uh, people connected to Turkish Jews to save them from deportation. And uh, I was very keen to get involved with it. And then we had the unfortunate situation in, in Ankara with the bombing at the airport and various other incidents or up into the attempted coup in Turkey where um, the project just got put on hold. And as it happens, a new ambassador... Um, arrived in uh, Pretoria, and um, I was—I was—I uh, never forgot this. And I called a meeting with her, and I had a long list of agendas. And number one on my agenda was the Cape Town Holocaust survivor story, and number one on her agenda was that. So there we go. And we agreed that we would do this film, um, and I did it in collaboration with them. And yes, the the public screening. Is, is now uh, coming up July, as a matter of fact, this year. And if anybody would like to attend, where would they go? So um, I'm busy arranging four major screenings, Johannesburg, Cape Town. Cape Town will be the first one. That's also where Lena lives. Uh, Durban and Pretoria. These, um, uh, the Johannesburg, Cape Town and Durban screening will take place at the uh, Holocaust centers. And we're still busy working to confirm the Pretoria venue. But um, we, maybe I should say it, we, we think of maybe having it at Jaffa. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. Yes. Jonathan, you get very close to survivors, I imagine, when you do the documentary. Yeah. Mm. And um, you now turned your attention to Veronica Phillips. Yes. What, what was that step? Well... Um, I was requested, uh, well, um, I was given the opportunity by the, uh, the Israeli ambassador's wife to attend, uh, now my Hebrew pronunciation is not very good, um, um, uh, uh, Zikaron Bashalon. Very good. Okay, there we go. So I was given the opportunity to attend that in, which took a place on the 11th of April in uh, Pretoria at their residence to document this 
lady telling her survival story. And I kind of insisted that before I did it, that I meet her to, to just get a sense of what the story is all about and so on and who she is. And after my, my meeting with her prior to the event, um, I just decided, well, actually during my meeting already, I said to her, um, you've got like an eight minute story that you tell, but your story is amazing and it's it's a life lesson it's a lesson to to not only the jewish people or anybody who was involved or connected to anything pertaining to the holocaust and all of that but this is one of the most incredible human life stories that is applicable to people from all over the world and yes, you say, um, you know, I get close to it. The, the the stories are amazing because of that, that element. Because of the, the fact that the stories are so unbelievably. And that uh, all of the stories have a greater lesson. Uh, okay. So what makes Veronica unique? Well, first of all, I think her take on, not her take, but um, her experience is different. She became a scientist, a microbiologist, and a geneticist. She worked um, in in London, I think, for close to 20 years in the field, and she was headhunted by then Pit Kornov to... <laughs> In in the late seventies, to to come and work at at the hospital in South Africa, and subsequently she became involved as a, a lecturer at the at Wits University, and she lectured there for more than well more than twenty years, twenty years plus one extra year, she explained, and um, what, the first amazing thing was that she had never told anybody that she had experienced this and um, her her silence was a silence of probably more than 70 years or just on 70 years so uh, many of the survivors I know don't speak but uh, it was it was so incredible how even these days still she recalls so much of it so vividly and it was a very emotional experience to her too to tell everything in such detail because I I questioned everything and I, I wanted her to explain that more and and did you really say that now and um, in the end her as in uh, in her own right a powerful academic standing up. And saying that, world, listen, there's a lesson that I want to tell you, and I will not take my story to the grave. Right. Absolutely amazing. It must be very emotional. Extremely. I mean, um, mm. Veronica Phillips was our speaker at the uh, Yom HaShoah Day of Commemoration two yes. years ago. And uh, for all survivors, to be able to retell their story is very emotional. Mm. But for, she hasn't spoken for so long, yes. and this kind of must be opening of this floodgate at some level. You know, during the, the interview, we stopped a few times and she said, you know, um, I haven't thought about this for so many years and you're making me relive this and uh, uh, I can I can see it in my mind and, or I can smell this. I can. Mm. It's it's not easy. And it must be absolutely incredible for you to be able to capture this now on in a documentary so we can share her story. 
And that's the whole idea. That was the idea with with the Lena Amato story as well. Uh, uh, Lena uh, Amato story is different. Um, it's it's connected to Selahattin Ulkerman, who um, was one of the many people in the world diplomats, uh, many Turkish diplomats, in fact, um, had. A role to play now in in um, uh, Veronica's case, it was very interesting because Budapest, where uh, where she lived, was um, one of the the last places that uh, that this uh, uh, tremendous deportation took place from. And uh, uh, I'm not going to tell everything about the story, but by the time she had been um, taken and processed through the uh, through the first camp Ravensbrück, where where she was taken to, um, the situation back home in Budapest had already changed, mm. and uh, these these people um, uh, were quote unquote liberated already, and and she was in this 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 process of horror, which only just begun for her. You are looking for funding for this documentary. Well, if time is money, I'm definitely <laughs> investing vast, vast fortunes um, myself. And it would be great if there's anybody who, who would want to collaborate. There's many ways. And uh, yes, of course, funding, great. Let it come. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's not a commercial product at all. No. Um, the idea is that it, is, it would eventually be made available open source for people to listen to the story. Jonathan, we're going to take a short break. After the break, we're going to look at how you, why this impacts on you and a little bit about your travels to Israel and, and the books that you've written Excellent. around that. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Jonathan Andrews, who is a photographer, documentary filmmaker, keynote speaker, and also an author. Jonathan has traveled Israel extensively doing biblical archaeology. Jonathan, what's your interest in biblical archaeology? Well, it's a very long story, and you need a few programs to discuss that at length. But uh, in short, in 2006, uh, I decided that I was going to change my life a bit and that I wanted to pursue my five big passions. I have many, but the biggest ones being filmmaking, photography, the ancient world, travel, and to write. And one of the first steps I took was to get involved with um, the Department of uh, Old Testament and Ancient Near Eastern Studies of UNISA at the time, because they were the only university who offered anything in biblical archaeology. And um, I signed up to join the volunteer excavation team uh, to go to Tel Dor uh, uh, at Kibbutz Nach Shulim. It's a place close to Haifa. And from the minute I set foot and I started experiencing antiquity the real way, excavating an ancient Phoenician harbor city, I mean that uh, I never knew that it was possible to lead almost the life I'm dramatizing now of <laughs> Indiana Jones. But there we go, because that took me to the tombs of Egypt. It took me to the forests of East Africa. I went to look for the mountains of the moon that the Greeks wrote about, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> and uh, and and uh, part of the the, uh, the this call it um, visit or expedition to Israel every year. I went uh, several times. Is that we would not only excavate, but um, we would tour Israel extensively because the whole subject that I was studying was based on everything from Tel Dan to. Beersheba, all the way down to Elat, and of course the Jordan Rift, all the way to the Mediterranean coast, uh, Caesarea. So um, I took in everything. You know, you talk about Indiana Jones, and I have to say, <laughs> real life archaeology is even more exciting than Indiana Incredible. Jones because the yes. thrill you feel when you find an artifact that mm. is thousands of years old is, is absolutely tremendous. So, what kinds of things did you discover? Well, look, um, uh, we form part of an international contingent of volunteers, scholars, people from all over the world came to, to collaborate. It was from um, um, micro studies, um, phytolites, which is like burned particles of things, all the way to uh, uh, like discovering an ancient floor. Now, I unfortunately, well, I excavated a section, um, I think two years because uh, we kind of claimed it. On the tell, there's various sections demarcated. Ours, the South African crowd had a D5 on Teldor. And, um, in, in my little region there, there were many interesting finds, including some, some glass not far from where I was. There, there were some, some little figurines, which at one point was discovered on the tell. Um, many fantastic things, um, came out there. I personally excavated close to the wall, um, on, on the, the outer perimeter. So I was hoping that I would find things like, um, um, arrow, Tips or things like that. So unfortunately, I, I never personally uncovered that. But um, Teldor is actually, uh, to my knowledge, still one of the longest running archaeological excavations in the Mediterranean. So they might one day, I mean, you might go back and find something and then you'll have a historical object named after you. That would the be Jonathan nice. Andrews <laughs> <laughs> mosaic <Spared>. floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And then you're also involved in photography. Mm. Do you want to tell me about? You run a school. Uh, well, okay. Um, I, I, uh, as a result of my activities with the university and so on, um, those years I was. Uh, we're talking about 2007. I was requested to put together a photography course to to train the some of the the faculty members to get off film and into digital. It was a two day workshop. Because you're young, and, you know this kind of thing. <laughs> and and actually, um, this grew into an eighteen month course in digital photography that I developed um, over a long period of time, um, teaching it personally for many many years. Uh, and I, I just got to a point where um, things started changing and I wanted to divert my efforts. I love teaching. I'm very passionate about teaching. And I have taught many, many, many hundreds in my life. Um, uh, at the moment, I don't run big training programs like I used to, but I have a handful of, of private students. Among others, I'm at the moment working with a girl who's very, very, very hard of hearing, close to deaf, and I'm teaching her 
the language of photography. And it's such a brilliant field for somebody to go into as a profession mm. if you are hard of hearing because you're relying on the senses that I imagine are particularly well developed. But now, very interesting, there are many terms which are extremely difficult to teach to deaf kids. Um, it's not my first experience dealing with them, but um, uh, we had cases where um, I, uh, I had to try to explain terms like, for instance, abstract or um, context or um, contrast. Very, very difficult, very difficult terms. Jonathan, I feel you and I could chat for a whole <laughs> lot longer, but unfortunately we can't. Um, would you like to give any contact details if anybody would like to know a little bit more about the Lina Mata screening or be in touch with you about Veronica Phillips or indeed about photography? Well, that'll be fantastic. Um, I think the easiest one is going to be to give you an email address. It's info at getpeaceproject.com. That's uh, info at getpeaceproject.com and uh, I uh, send an email also visit the website www.getpeaceproject.com and you will be directed to a page where you can read all about Lena Marta's story follow some of our activity and uh, I publish the trailer there too up into the screenings we are making the DVD for sale um, please support us and love to connect with you well Jonathan, thank you so much for taking time to come in. And I'm sure we'll be chatting more. Excellent. Thanks. And that was Jonathan Andrews, who is a photographer and documentary filmmaker.